When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartland Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we're going to cover how to become respected in family. So this is really important because I know that sometimes we struggle with feeling like we are being respected as a family member at times, and maybe not for everyone, but I have noticed that this is really common a lot of times. And I'll talk a little bit about why, but I definitely wanted to dive into this episode today with you because it's important that we have a level of respect when it comes to family and how we are treated, right? Now, the first thing that I want to talk about is the fact that family holds the longest record of you, but it is an illusion, right? So that's, that's where a lot of this space for lack of respect comes in, especially if let's say they're parents or grandparents or older relatives, right? And they recognize who you are as a child and they have some level of authority over you when you are a child, right? They provided for you. They were giving to you. They did all these things for you as they should, right? Because we can't support ourselves as children. <laughs> but they've done all these things for you. And so they look at you that way, right? You're always going to be ingrained in their mind primarily as this individual that they once cared for, no matter how old you are now. And as you grow and as you develop, you know, you go through life and you experience things. Maybe you depend on them financially. Maybe you depend on them emotionally or whatever. And so we still carry a bit of this umbilical cord to our family members and our caregivers as we grow. And so when you're in the space of being the offspring and you're the one receiving from your family members, they're keeping that long record of you and they're building that perception. The thing is, is that as you grow and as you get older, you change, you evolve, you start to become your own person, you start to gain some level of independence or you become completely independent. You start to do new things, you start to learn new things, you are moving on, making new friends, you are growing and adapting and evolving. And every time that you interact with them, they just see you in the sliver moments they see you as you start to move through life. You move out of the house, you move away from family, and you come back, they only get these slivers of you. They didn't grow with you throughout your whole journey. But to the family member, they only go based off the strongest memories they have with you, which is the most time they have spent with you. 
even if the person you once were is not reflective of who you are today. And with that, they will not have this level of respect for who you are today. That's where a lot of this comes from. So they may say things, they may do things, they may bring up old past memories of, remember when you were blah, 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 blah. They're just kind of trying to reconnect or communicate with you in the way that they most remember you. Even though that may be their perception or maybe an illusion, you're literally not that person anymore, but in their mind, that's who you are, right? And so sometimes families also can trigger regression. So not only are they picturing you this way and who you once were as a child, sometimes you can completely regress into being that person, which therefore reconfirms back to them that you are that person, even though you're not, even though when you're away from them, even though when you are off doing your thing, you're with your friends, you're doing whatever, you are not that person anymore. But once you get around them, we become reconditioned, we regress, and we start acting and doing things that we used to do when we were in their presence from an earlier age. It's a natural human psyche thing that we all do. So now that you are aware of that and where a lot of that place of disrespect comes in is that we have to completely reestablish ourselves no matter what age we are. And that requires a level of detachment. So we have to detach, right? We have to show who we are. We have to remember the qualities and the things that we've learned about ourselves. And we have to bring that with us when we're back to interacting with our families. Sometimes families start to gain a level of respect when you have big life changes, such as when you get married or when you have children or when you start a career or when you're doing something that really defines that you are making a life transition. They know that you cannot be that same child version of yourself that they were once used to. They can visibly see that you have to carry certain qualities that demand more respect in doing those certain activities as being a spouse, as being a parent, as being someone who has a stronger career, they will start to gain more respect for you, but you have to detach. And for those that feel like maybe you haven't gotten into those places of transitions just yet, it doesn't mean that we have to wait on those transitions in order to gain respect. We just have to be more mindful to bring more of who we are to those family settings. So if we need to detach more, right, we need to fly on our own. We need to gain our wings, right? It depends on where you are in your life. But it's important to be mindful of that. And we're, a lot of times we're not aware of what we're doing. We're not aware that we're regressing in their presence, right? The next thing that I want to cover when it comes to gaining respect from your family is to stand firm. Our family members have an association of us. When it comes to family, family is a community. 
And in that family, big or small, we are all connected to each other. And there's different roles that we all play. And so because we are identifying each other as a family and different members in that family and the roles that each of us play in that family, we kind of give certain labels and associations and things in our minds to differentiate between each family member, right? And sometimes we don't have full control over what those associations are when that person is thinking of us, but we have to be mindful of how we want to truly be perceived in those moments, right? If we want to be perceived as generous, then we have to show that in regards to our families. If we want to be respected for who we are, whether it's for our personal views, whether it's for our choices that we make, whatever it is, when we are around that family member, we must stay consistent and stand firm with those things that we are wanting to be respected for. We're not fluctuating because they say something. Because here's the thing, whenever you do something that's different and you have a different view than the rest of the family, it looks as though we are now removing ourselves from the family element. And so to the mind, that feels like some type of disconnection. And so in order to reconnect you back to the family, they may try to convince you of why you shouldn't think that way. They may discourage you. They may say certain things to reconnect you back into having the same original views and beliefs as the rest of the family because they want to keep that unity. But you have to show and stand firm in what you feel is important to you that you want to be respected for and still be able to connect to the family. So find things that you truly value about in the connection of the family, because when we get so wrapped up in, I want to be respected, respect me for this, respect me for that, we forget about the connection piece. So remain connected, still continue to build the relationships, communicate, have fun, laugh, reminisce. But when it comes to the things that you value about your life now and the choices that you're making, stand firm in those things. Eventually, they will just have to adapt. They will just have to accept it because they still value you as the role that you play in the family or they still value the connection. Every family is different. I know some families are just really tough in that and feeling that social isolation Feeling exiled, feeling like you're not a part of the family is a very painful experience. And so I get why that is something that is a huge motivator to not stand firm in how you truly feel and want to be respected. And so sometimes it just feels easier to just conform to the way that the family is, even though you're not being respected for it. So if they're disrespecting you, right, sometimes they want to see some level of independence. They want to see that you are your own person. They want to be able to identify you differently than they have when you were a child. They want to feel like you're progressing. They don't want to feel like you're the same and that you're just stuck in this space. 
Because especially to a parent, to not see your child grow and succeed can feel like they have failed in some ways. But sometimes they're going to test you, right? So it's important to really be able to have that balance, to still focus on connection, still valuing each other, and give them that room, give them that space and that respect to feel free to change. Encourage growth, encourage inspiration, encourage change. Because the thing is, sometimes you may not realize that by you taking your own actions and by you making new choices and decisions that maybe the family hasn't done yet, you'd be surprised how much that is so freeing and liberating to the rest of the family to see you be an example of something different than they've been before. So don't feel so afraid to step into that way. Be able and be willing to risk. Hey, I might be isolated from the family, but I am my own person and I am going to do what is best for my life. And when they see that, trust me, they will respect you. They may not like it, but they will respect you. And that is what we're focused on when it comes to this topic of respect in the family. The next thing that I want to cover is to remember that you do not owe them anything. For some reason, you know, when we're growing up within family and we do things for each other, right? We have this long list of things that we've done for each other. We've helped each other out because we're a family. But as we grow and as we succeed and move up, it's important to, yes, still help each other out because we want to, still give and care for one another because we want to, but it shouldn't feel like we're coming from a place of obligation. We shouldn't feel like we have to discredit ourselves or we have to demean ourselves or we have to disrespect ourselves in order to be a part of the family because we feel as though we owe the family something. Relationships and family is not here to be this tally book of what each other does for one another. We are meant to share love and care and discipline and whatever is needed in order to strengthen the family unit, but we don't need to feel as though we are owing each other anything. It should come from within our heart. You have to do what is best for you. And so sometimes I've noticed that even the older family members, depending on where you've gone in life, they may become dependent on you. And yes, we can help each other out, help out our parents if they are in need, help out our siblings if they are in need, if they truly cannot care for themselves, if they truly cannot do something for themselves. Yes, we can help, but how can we help and not hinder? We know the difference between when someone is taking advantage of us and when we are truly genuinely helping someone get through a phase in their life or transition or whatever. But we have to have that threshold of when it becomes too much for us to manage within our family members and how we want to continue to have a level of respect for ourselves that we're not being taken advantage of, but we're still helpful. And see how they're treating you. Are they always having their hand out for you? But when you need the help, they're not there. That's the other key point, right? Are they giving you the same level of respect that you're giving them? So 
I'm not really talking about, oh, well, my parent has cancer. My parent is going through this. Does that mean, you know, I'm just like, hey, you're on your own. No, this is in the situation where you have a family member. It's like, hey, can I borrow some money? Hey, I need you to do this. Hey, can you help me with that? Hey, I'm going to call and talk to you for hours and emotionally dump on you and get off the phone. But when you need something, I cannot reciprocate that. That is not fair. So we have to set healthier boundaries around that when it comes to family. So that's what I mean when I say you don't owe them, right? But utilize that within reason. Which brings me to my next point is to remember those healthy boundaries, setting healthy boundaries around your time, around your finances, around your emotions, around, you know, your physical self. Continue to set those healthy boundaries with your family members. Stand up for yourself when it is necessary to stand up for yourself. No one, not even a family member, should be able to sit here and verbally abuse you, physically abuse you, talk down to you, be rude or demeaning. For what? Because you're a family member? You deserve to have the same level of respect as you would expect anyone to treat you. So you have a family member that is, you know, really coming at you disrespectfully, continue to stand up for yourself and stand firm with that. Doesn't matter who they are. We don't have to tolerate someone abusing you or causing you more pain or trauma. Sometimes that's just the biggest lesson is to stand up for yourself, even if it's a family member. So utilize that wisely. Okay. And the last thing that I want to cover is to remember and to remain respectful to your family members. It's so easy to get into fights and to bicker and to go back and forth and to say something mean or derogatory to the other person. But when we can still remain respectful and clear, not having to be super sweet and extra polite, but we can still be respectful. We don't have to insult the other person. We can still be respectful, right? We can assert ourselves. We can say, hey, no, this is not how this is going to go. If we have another person that is just yelling and screaming at us, that's a family member. No, we're not going to subject ourselves to that. We're going to walk away. And we're going to say, hey, you know what? I don't tolerate that. And you're going to walk away. Always follow through on what you say you're going to do, but remain respectful to them. Because when they go back in their mind and they think about how you are, don't give them any ammunition and reasoning to want to disrespect you further because we're not getting anywhere. And sometimes it's necessary in certain family settings that we have to just remove ourselves completely from that relationship we can acknowledge it. We can truly say, I have enough love for you from a distance. But there are certain family members that are just too abusive to maintain a relationship with. And you do not have to continue with that. So definitely use everything that I'm saying subjectively, wisely, apply it where you see fit, where it resonates. But those are the things that I wanted to cover when it comes to respect in the family. So remembering that, you know, yes, I get it. 
family's been around the longest. They think they know you, but they really are going based off the most amount of time they've spent with you. And that's what they're going to reflect on and think of you when they are seeing you, no matter if that was 20 or 30 or 40 years ago. And to not fall into the trap of regression when you're in their presence of being more like that child that they remember, right? Detach, become more independent. The more you depend on your family financially or different resources or whatever, the less respect they're going to have for you, right? Stand firm in your beliefs and your values and the things that give you the freedom to be you, but remain respectful to your family members. And remember that you do not owe anyone anything just because they are a family member. You do not owe them the right to treat you poorly. Okay. All right. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Definitely stay tuned for more. We are here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heart Blend Podcasts.